My guest today is a successful photographer and video director. Uh, you may have seen his work through brands such as M&S, EE, Island Records, Honda, Adidas, Coca-Cola and the Premier League. You may also know him as the founder and CEO of The Last Stand, the street football tournament created to unite communities and break down social, cultural and religious barriers through sport, which has been endorsed by Ashley Cole, Thierry Henry and the Mayor of London. Uh, welcome, Gandhi Anand. Bro, that was a big intro, man. Even just <laughs> all these names, yeah, hearing all these names and stuff, I'm just like, wow, that's yeah. massive. You probably don't realize how much you've done over the years until it's like listed like that. You know what? It's crazy because I've already forgotten. About, yeah. I'm just thinking about the next thing. Yeah. I'm just thinking, okay, what I need to do next, you know? And I think, I, as a creative, that can be a bad thing as well because. You, but then sometimes it's a good as well because you're not, you know, kind of living in the past. Yeah, definitely. You're always about the future, and you like. And sometimes I think maybe it can be tricky because you can you can forget to enjoy the present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always looking for like the next next big thing, sort of thing. Not the next big thing. It's just you as a creative. You have this urge, yeah, in mm -hmm. your head that I've got this. I've got to make it happen. Whatever happens, and that becomes a journey. Like you know, like. It's probably a bad example to give, but you know, like people who I don't know if you ever noticed, because uh, I, I did a lot of work in in drugs and alcohol misuse and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. those people, they if you ever noticed, they're always on a mission, even though they've got nothing. To, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, this becomes your mission, and that's it. It's just one thing on your head. I need to make that happen. I need to make that happen. Definitely, definitely. Um, I'd like to start right at the beginning, if that's okay with you. Just going right back to your childhood and what, what it was like growing up like um were you, were you born here or yeah like obviously you know growing up in Southall uh, as you know surrounded hmm. by the other communities so it was it's, it was all good um and I think from the start I, I guess I always was into like um like I like exploring things I always wanted to know what how does that happen like I will ask bare questions yeah and I'll maybe open up the computer or I'll open up I just want to know, like, if there's a controller, what's inside it? I'll start opening up. So obviously, the parents will lose their heads because they're like, this guy's opening up everything. <laughs> so, but that, that's how, you know, I mean, I'm just curious kid. And I, I'm like, how did that happen? How, you know, just I felt like I was like Discovery Channel, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the time. And were you always into sports as well? Because I know, like, three. Yeah, mind you, mind you. I mean, sports is one of the reasons that kind of kept me away from the bad side of things like if I look at a lot of the friends I grew up from school um or let's say the people from my school like now where they're at mm -hmm. and I think even during college times I think what really helped me was sports so I was quite into badminton and yeah. I was playing for my county uh I was represented in the youth games and stuff like that so I think my dream was to play in Olympics but obviously it was so expensive to train. You're 14 and they're asking you to go from London to Milton Keynes three times a week. Yeah. You can't afford to do that. So I like, picked up football at like, 16, you know, so it was crazy. Oh, really? That's quite late to pick up football, to be fair. I thought it was a lot earlier. No, no, no. I, I, I was playing it, but not like like play how I was playing badminton and stuff. Obviously, I'm never going to be a professional player, but that's when my passion kind of thing... Because I was like, bro, football's free. Like, I just need a ball yeah. that I can play. Badminton, you need this, you need that, you need to this. And I was like, forget that. And you end up doing, like, coaching badges in football as well? Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, 
I went to college and I, I went to, uh, 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 after college, I think I well, we went to uni and then, hold on, hold on. I went to college, I took a gap year. <laughs> I was doing loads of work. Bro, I've done so many things, it's crazy. <laughs> then um, did this like loads of charities, helping raising money for them. Then after I uh, got an apprenticeship, Okay. So, and then obviously that's when the recession happened and I was like, shit, I want to do something I'm passionate about. Everyone got made redundant. I thought I was living the life. I had my own office, my own line. Yeah, yeah. But it was crazy. Um, I was enjoying gas pipes in Chile. Uh, do you know, it, I thought it was amazing, but yeah. I guess it's probably not now. Was that I'm back probably, in 2008? Yeah, 2008, 2009. Right. Okay. But I'm kind of glad that... Um, at that time, it was it hurt a lot, but moving on, you realize, you know, that's probably a blessing in disguise. So mm-hmm. a lot of things in life, you know, they might hurt you right now, but in future, you, you look back and you're like, probably that's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, so yeah, man, literally um, from that, I wanted to do something I'm passionate about, which was football. And then, um, yeah, I just started volunteering in uh, local communities, estates, schools, I was doing it with a company called Active Planet. Right. Um, so yeah, then yeah, that was that. That's pretty much kind of how it started. And then there was a there was a street football tournament sponsored by Coca Cola. Yeah, so Coca Cola was sponsoring one of the projects uh, that uh, Active Planet was running, and I, I think it was funded by Street Games, and Street Game was funded by Coke. So Coke was the main, and that's how I kind of like for the work I've been doing, I got got, got put forward for. Uh, London's inspirational coach as part of that it was crazy when I won it it's like they put me on billboards taking me to talk a lot of places and in magazines and it just I mean it was great because you never see people from community getting that sort of exposure Mm -hmm. it was nice that these people at the top care about people who are in the community to make a difference so yeah um, it was great like to just be part of that and yeah that that, that, that kind of opened me up to a lot of other things that I wanted to do. Um, so it was, it was great, really. Is that when you got into like filmmaking and photography as well? Yeah, I, that time I was just, I just, I was into like Photoshop, photos. I'm like, oh, so the, um, the place I was helping at Active Planet, I was like, oh, if there's any flyers, anything, I had zero, literally no skills. But as, as you kind of go on, you kind of learn. Yeah. Um, then you're like, okay, I need to make that. How do I do that? I'll go on YouTube, learn how do you use Photoshop and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, like literally, just I think anything. When I when I was even at um, I was an academy coach at Watford. Uh, I used to work for the academy, and the, the the guy who took me under, he's the one who's he used to say, said, whatever you do, you just want to be the best. <clears throat> and I think having that sort of thing really helps you because um you you know then any field you go you're always going to do your best and so it doesn't matter so I think that's the most important thing so even when I did photography when I was coaching I just wanted to be the best like I'll go to the best teachers I'll go to the best resources online it's just you want to I don't know there's something inside me that I'm like yo I just want to learn I want to become better I want to do a better job yeah I'm, I'm helping some people. If I'm a coach, I want to make sure I'm the best coach. The kids are getting the best education possible, you know? So it's a duty, it's a responsibility. So, yeah. 
definitely, definitely. And then, then after the um, football tournament sponsored by Coke, is that when you, uh, you there's like a funny story that you said that you had when you and a friend wanted to buy some camera equipment for him rapping? <laughs> yeah, so it's my friend Chris. <clears throat> So me, he wanted to be a rapper. He was a really good writer, actually. I, I if he's watching this, I'm sure uh, I always tell him uh, he's really talented when it came to writing. And his name was C Writer back then. Um, so we were like, he wanted to be a rapper. I wanted to be a filmmaker. So he's like, okay, why don't we do this? Like you buy the camera, like we got halves on it. Um, but long story short, when it came to he bought, he used all his money to buy the equipment, so he had no money and. We bought, we told the guy from Gumtree, we're going to buy this. And then luckily, I don't know how I managed to scoop out the money and buy the camera. And that's, I think I was broke for the next three years after that. <laughs> uh, so this was like proper, like uh, a really, well. I bought a DSLR, like, you know, meant to buy a big DSLR at that age, you know. Um, oh. And this is when you first started out, it was a big risk. I only had one lens. So my mate was like, um, why don't you do some photography? to kind of make some money like to kind of so we can buy filming equipment you know because to make videos you need a lot of equipment yeah um so yeah literally then um yeah man like i started doing photos and started putting on social media at that time it was only facebook twitter yeah, that yeah. Kind of stuff and um yeah it was just it was great uh that a lot of people started picking up i started getting a lot of jobs and started raising money and that's how kind of did my first big job, which was with Amir Khan for his, like I'd done a glamour shoot for him. Yeah. Uh, it was just amazing like how, you know, just got to start, just got to start. Don't worry about the end result. Just got to keep going. Even like me talking to you, this also is a reminder for myself. Like sometimes I've got ideas and I want to do, and I'm just like, I'm stuck because I'm thinking about the end product or end result. And mm. it's just nice. Okay. You know what? Just do it. And, things come you know definitely definitely that's amazing um so then how, how did you get into the finance world like finance management whilst all this photography is going yeah, on yeah so obviously once I, once I done the job and obviously i thought yeah i made it i didn't know how the industry worked you know i didn't know how the industry worked and then i thought i made it and then that's when my friend was um he was working for merrill lynch and he was like oh come man you're not you're not doing anything now anyway. All you do is just take photos there and there. He just thought I was a bum. And I was like, you know what? I always used to read CEAM. And then I was like, you know what? It's a newspaper in London. I don't know if you get it up there. I, I don't think we do. If it's we like, do, I don't know. It's like, it's like you only get it in the city. So if right. you travel and it's only on certain places because it's like a trader's newspaper. Oh, okay, okay. It tells you what's been happening in shares, all that. Like I was all, always fascinated by that. So I was like, oh, shit, why not? And obviously, that's when I realized how much I wanted to do what I'm doing. It was crazy. Like, uh, I think if I didn't do that job, I won't be doing half the things I'm doing now. Sometimes you need to, something has to happen in your life for you to kind of realize what you actually want to do. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've got to experience what you don't want to do to realize what you do want to do. Sort of. Yeah, but obviously, it was not like I forced it. It was, it was all driven by my curiosity. Sometimes, you know, you know, we say, oh, I wish my dreams come true. But I think sometimes you don't wish, you don't want to wish your dreams come true. Some dreams should be just dreams. Yeah. Because yeah. you should just let life experience, like, because 
sometimes the dreams have not turned out to be how you imagined it to be, you know? So sometimes it's good to just live in the real life. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, uh, your expectations can't always be met. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, so because just, that's why I said, be careful what you wish for, because they do come true. So um, <clears throat> that's why I just, you know, stay in your path, stay in your lane, you know? Yeah. So how, were you fit, uh, doing photography work while working with them? Um... I, I wasn't doing that much. I wasn't doing no. that much. I was, um, I was doing here and there, because obviously I was working five days a week. Mm-hmm. And then I was made... I was a project coordinator of a massive site in Canary Wharf. Right. Uh, it was a massive experience for me, like being on the trading floor, looking after the traders and stuff like that. It was crazy because I've never seen anything like that in my life. Yeah. Um, it was initially in the beginning, but then I kind of realized that it's not what it's made out to be. Uh, yeah. People titles are not what it's made out to be. Um, all these big, big things that we think they're actually not made up to be what they how are they kind of hyped up so yeah i just think you know i just live your life do what you do you what you want to do then even after i left my my manager was like raw like bro what are you doing like this is a um you can retire in like a couple of years it's a lot of money and blah 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 i'm like yeah i've got money but i'm not happy yeah so, yeah. so what i'm gonna do about it so yeah i think that that was one of the kind of key things to kind of when I how, left that place then how did you like transition back into it was hard yeah so hard it was so hard it I'm guessing hard. from the time out you you like get a bit of ring I, even that. even when I left I had another job to work at another bank uh like a massive uh financial bank as well paying me silly money then I during that time when it was so hard I was like oh, I wish I never said no yeah but it was so hard man like but luckily one of my mates he was working at he was working at a company that looks after mns okay uh, so he just said oh, why don't you have you got a corporate gig just can you document the day and i was like yeah that's that's easy for us so i said that's easy and i, I made a film they really liked how i did it so differently and then from there they had an mns gig and i did that and they really loved that and that kind of then from there got to do different jobs for different uh, organizations and stuff. And then somehow I ended up um, on a, this job for EE where I was doing behind the scenes for the first Wembley Cup. Okay. And four years down the later, I ended up directing it. Um, so, okay. yeah, it was crazy. Like I did the behind the scenes and four years later, I'm the guy who's directing the series. So it was like a nice thing. And yeah, literally from there, I, I just worked my way up. I did so much behind the scenes because it's like, I'm not going to be a runner. I was like, at least with behind the scenes, I get to do what I like, which is making films, even yeah. though they might not be a high level. I went on tour with like Will Young and Island Records with all the other artists. It was amazing because, you know, it is. Yeah, life, you just got to embrace it how it comes. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to miss out on the amazing moments. Yeah. So you've got to get on with it and do your best because now I look back at if I could be picky, this and that, I said, no, you're not. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's pain, then you realise, okay, I don't want to do it. But it was just, it was amazing. Man. Like how, like I look back at it, maybe a lot of the hardships kind of helped shape my ideas and the way I do my work. And, mm-hmm. and that helped me to do who, to basically be, 
a lot of my work is kind of like that now I know every sector like okay how this thing works how that thing works you know um yeah long story short I kind of did loads of behind the scenes and stuff and then um there was a job for Honda um so the guy saw me when I was doing behind the scenes is like do you want to come for an interview and then that's how I got to be the creative director of Honda directing the content and stuff it was amazing like like coming up with ideas and directing it. it was I've never done anything like that it was great um yeah this is when I felt like I was on loop I wanted to do something and that's when I I said to my mate uh, his name was Gavin I was like I really missed the times I used to bring one team from another um then he was like why didn't you do it I was like okay I will do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> simple as that <laughs> yeah literally started ringing up the teams I knew the players I knew I was like, look, I'm thinking of this, that doing a tournament where winners get Nando's, losers get Chicken Cottage. What do you think? <laughs> um, that's, like, a, yeah. that's a good concept. <laughs> yeah, they were like, cool, cool, it's fun, it sounds fun. And, um, but it was really hard, again, to kind of, kind of get it off and, you know, getting the players excited. I don't look like a guy who would be doing these tournaments that are, I would say better than Nike's or Adidas in a, yeah. in a connection, in, in a way, you know? And, um, so yeah, it was just kind of getting to know people, like it was a bit like getting it out. So what we did, we made a film on one team, then another team saw it, then another team saw it and all that sort of stuff. So I think that kind of um, that kind of really helped and make a big difference really. So like when you um, were starting to think of what turned out to be the last stand, did you have in your mind like the the aim that you wanted it to be what it is now or was it just yeah yeah like literally i the reason i started it was to show the kids because that time it, i was working a lot around west london shepherd's bush and that sort of stuff and my my thing was that um my thing was that i wanted to show them that your anything that comes in your mind can become a reality i'm yeah. not saying you do a football tournament i was like instead of talking let me show How yeah, do yeah. It? okay let me do it and that's how you win credibility and trust because especially in our society and our communities, the level of trust is so low. A lot, who trusts who? Exactly, yeah, yeah. So you got to put the work in, you got to put a lot of the work in and I think, yeah, uh, that's how it kind of started. And even then, a lot of people I had, I reached out to a lot of people, uh, a lot of people just wasted, like I lost month and a half like literally from the time I had this idea to actually doing something, I was like, you know, forget this, man. All you lot do is talk. Yeah. And, uh, even I'm talking big companies, like big companies. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. All they do is talk. I was like, forget this. I spoke to Colin. Colin is the, my ex employer from publicist. Right. I said, Colin, can I borrow your camera? Can I borrow this? And he's like, yeah, cool. No worries. And bro, I just took the camera and I just started shooting people myself. Then I said to Colin, can I have an editor? So then that's how I got my mate, who was still a runner at that time, at the mm -hmm. mill where I'm signed to now as a director. Even I was a runner back then. <laughs> so um, then, yeah, he got paid job to cut one of the things. And then he, Colin is so nice. He actually paid people to edit the videos for me. And I got my friend's jobs there, basically. So it was great. Like, you that's, know, yeah. Yeah, what what of, is the mill? Because uh, when I was like researching yourself, I keep on seeing that you're linked to the mill, um, but I wasn't really sure what it was. The mill, mill is a post-production house. What post-production means is that they, once you shot something, 
mm-hmm. they will do everything after. So that hence the name post production. Right. Okay. Uh, from effects to animation to titles to graphics. Uh, now they have a mill plus. Mill plus is the production arm where you have an idea, they will bring your idea to life, like making films or whatever it is. So I'm signed as one of the directors now. So you'd make an idea come to life? Yeah. Is that a better? So, right, okay. Like similar to one, there's a job I did in LA, sorry, New York. Uh, it's through them. That's my first work about bone marrow charity and stuff like that, where the client came, said, we want to raise awareness amongst Asian and black people. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll send you that work. I've see. seen that recently. It's on your Instagram, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. Um, I've got the statistic written down that you had in your post just because I thought it was like when I read it it's crazy it is crazy so like if you're black and or Asian you have a 25% survival rate for blood cancer due to lack of donors but if you're white the survival rate is 98% because our people don't come forward to in the initial you don't even have to donate you just have to do a little swab so you're in the system so if someone needs something they can quickly go to that so I think that's one of the because that obviously that's in America. I don't know what the stats are here, but it still is quite significant, you know. Yeah, that that statistic is is crazy. But I think it is improving. I remember, um, well, I think it's last year now because it was pre-COVID. But at the Godwater uh, up in Newcastle yeah. here, they did have um, uh, like a little um stand sort of thing on a Sunday sangha, so everyone came in and they could like learn about it a bit more. So I think yeah, education's the biggest part of that. Hundred percent, and I think that will change if people, but like, look at us, how, how come we always have to do a manhunt? You know, when someone, uh, someone needs, uh, you know I mean? Someone needs a donor, why we have to, if we had a database already, then we won't have these sort of problems. Yeah. But let's see, let's see, let's see what's up, man. You know, we don't know the truth. Because um, of COVID as well, going back to the last stand, because of COVID, you had plans for the Euros this year as well, didn't you? Really? Yeah, yeah, so, I got approached by Mayor of London's team last year um, mm-hmm. because they had a culture program. So they, they wanted, they asked me to work on the Euro 2020. So me and the Mayor of London were going to take over like one of the most iconic places, which is Trafalgar Square. Oh, wicked. Uh, and yeah, host like a massive last stand, not even a tournament, a festival. Call it the last stand festival. And I was in charge, like creative director of the whole thing, in charge of like, not just sports, but music, fashion, and food. So we were going to bring different cuisines, different talent, and especially it's a massive platform for a lot of artists as well. Yeah. And painters and people who enter the art, that's the biggest canvas, you know? So it was amazing, but obviously because of COVID, it got shut down. Um, and I think it probably got canceled. I don't know if they're going to, I don't think there's going to be any public events again next year. So we don't know how things are. Oh, really? Oh, that's, I, I was going to ask if the, if it was going to get um done next year. Instead. I, don't, I don't know. We might do. We, we're working on something now mm-hmm. uh, for next year. Well, we're speaking to different like broadcasters and stuff like that um, about doing something. But I think there is, let's see, no one really knows what's happening and what's, what's going on. So, but I think the good thing is that anyone should do is just stay present and focus on what you do because it's so easy to focus on what other people are doing, what news is doing. Yeah, their yeah. job is to just be tell you something, right? It's up to you, us if you want to listen or not, or do you want to tune in? That's why you know doing Simran and stuff is so important. 
because mm-hmm. there's so many noises coming in your head from your family to your friends to social media to online but how do you how do you like go to that yeah how do you keep it calm and because i think the best advice is not to take any advice you know the only advice we should take is from inside you know yeah 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 definitely. how are you gonna do that you know and if you can't go inside that's why it's so important like simran will help you slowly slowly separate your mind from your thoughts and you can find peace and you can get the guidance you need and it's there for you all the time it is interesting because now like um as like modern science and technology comes to like fruition we're finding out all these like techniques that we already have in in sikhism from like yeah, hundreds yeah. and hundreds of years yeah. ago and it's what it's for everyone it's not just for brown skin it's mm. not just for people with beards and turbans and who go to <laughs> places uh mm. it's for everyone is uh, because mind mind what is mind my like seek in seek means a learner right and anyone can be a learner mm-hmm. so it's, it's the knowledge is universal so it's for anyone who needs and it's for free uh, yeah. to make your life a better place um and you can have a prosperous happy life and a peaceful life and then you can at the end of the day you know it helps you find your life purpose because a lot of people go searching all their lives and they still don't find their purpose and i think from my point of view you can find that purpose if you start to separate your mind from the thoughts because thoughts will never want you to focus on what you came here to do yeah that's um that's deep that's deep um so after the the last stand just going uh, back to to that oh, one? okay yeah sorry uh, well no it's more so like what what you've been doing recently to be honest because um i've seen that I first came to um see your work through the last stand on BBC um because they did a piece on it and now you have a show on BBC Sport. Um yeah. so just talk talk to me about that what what is it what is yeah, the show for? Uh, uh, during covid and stuff um uh, what happened was um uh, obviously I can't do any public events and stuff then I had I work with a lot of young people and yeah. a lot of them were saying that yo um I need to get into this job how to get this how to do this and obviously I'm lucky that I can pick up a phone and I can speak to a lot of people that can help me and guide me I was that these people don't have to how do we um kind of bridge the gap how do we inspire these people that there are other jobs out there because it's so difficult right because the way the world is right now we think if something is not famous it's not right yeah. if something is not popular it's not true Mm-hmm. and that's really wrong that's really bad like how how we how are we putting truth against popularity they yeah. both separate spectrums and i think that's the problem with the with the lot of the people right now is just um they just doing everything to be famous or doing stuff but sometimes it's important to just do things which are right to do and everything comes you know and uh, there are so many companies out there doing amazing work but you might never know about them and they they're happy doing what they were they enjoying what they're doing so the whole thing was to kind of bring different spectrum different things on sport and I kind of spoke to Amy from BBC Sport and I said yo Amy I want to do this she's like why don't you do it with us I was like okay let's do it and yeah you know a lot of the things I do similar just literally I want to do this oh you want to do it let's do it literally it, that's how it is it seems like like you hear a lot of um like motivational sort of people saying like for one year just say yes to every opportunity and you'll see how much you grow but it sounds like you've been doing that pretty much all your life 
Yeah, no, obviously I don't say yes to everything. Like I said, I don't say yes to everything. It's something that I feel strong about, something I feel passionate mm -hmm. about, something I feel which actually will provide value to the society. Um, those are the sort of things that they are always in my check. That's like my checklist. Yeah. Like, That's something yeah. ticks that and I, I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. And obviously I've got to be available. I have time to do it. But yeah, yeah. those are the sort of things I'm kind of down to do. But like I said, bro, you know, the main thing is you hear so much advice and so many things. I, like I said, best advice is don't take any. Yeah, just find it within you, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, t learn from it. Mm -hmm. Like, you can hear it and see whatever. Like, I just think a lot of information confuses someone as well. Sometimes it's just good to experience life. Yeah, you know, yeah. Go through it and stuff like that. And uh and then, you know, like I said, when you start doing Simran, you will start getting, you will start knowing what's right, what's wrong. Is this the right thing to do? It's not the right. And you get the guidance within and, you know, that's the pure and ultimate guidance. Yeah. And going off um, sort of the, the religious route as well. So during COVID, you partnered up with the Gurumanyo Granth Godwara and yeah. to, hand, uh, to help out with their uh, food parcels. Um, so just yeah, it was, yeah, 100%. Obviously, um, that Gurdwara is doing amazing work, just like all the other Gurdwaras as well. Mm -hmm. Everyone's doing amazing work, but the scale uh, GMGG was doing, it was mental. And like being able to experience that, um, they delivered over like 1 million meals in 90 days. Wow. Just being able to be part of something like that, that was amazing. I've, I've never experienced Like I think that couple of months changed me as a human being. Yeah, uh, changed me a lot in the way I'm doing stuff and made me realize a lot about life. So I'm grateful that I was lucky to be part of such a project. Mm -hmm. Um, and just seeing people's faces, and then, you know what? Sometimes it's so easy to kind of uh get consumed within the media and you forget about reality. Now you're seeing real people who are suffering, and you you bring in the package, you bring in the food. Uh, to the families to the kids and like what it means to them and then you realize man what it means to be a human you know like yeah and, and like the value of life you know just it's the most humbling thing ever i swear to god and uh it was an amazing experience as well like i'd never driven vans and stuff before and i've been able to do that and um and it just shows when people come together anything is possible so it was great to see so many people was a support from the Sangat and people, everyone around different, like they were working with over 150 charities, mm. delivering food to them. I don't know how, whenever we need stuff, some lorry Arctic lorry will come with hundreds of tons of food. Like I've never experienced anything like this. And I don't think I will ever see anything like this again. Yeah, it is crazy. I think we like during COVID, I seen a, um, I think they posted a YouTube video, the Godwara, uh, GMGG, of like yeah. their uh, grand opening. And I'd never seen the Godwara pre prior to that point. Yeah. Like after COVID finishes, like me and my family will watch it together. Like that is, that's like on the bucket list to go to that specific Godwara. Because I didn't even think a Godwara like that existed in the UK. Yeah, man, I think the, a lot of the people there, they do, they really, really genuinely care on to help people change their lives, to help them with whatever they need and obviously they do so much for the young people the society the elders anyone and obviously the, I think the heart of it is 
is the teachings of Guru Granth Sahib Ji, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And they're, they're human, they're the universal teachings is for anyone. Like I said, it's not for brown skin. Uh, it's great, man. Like, and I think there's a lot of love there. And a lot of these people are professional people, you know, they, they, they got full-time jobs and they still sacrifice their time to do a lot of these things. So, and uh, I don't know how they do it, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, so if it's okay with you, we'll just finish up with some quick fire questions. Um, uh, just like a, a, a few, just to sort of cap off the uh, conversation. Um, so what are you most proud of uh, so far? Uh, it's many things. Uh... If you had to single out one or even a couple, what would you, what would you say? Oh, I would say just being able to volunteer at uh, during COVID and seeing right. life. I think that, uh, bro, it was at one heart, it was a bit scary as well because you, you're delivering food to people who actually have it. And obviously that time it was a, such a big thing. Yeah. Um, stepping in basically in the mouth of death, you know, in a sense, you know, it's just a bit mad. So yeah i think that's something i'm proud of uh, i i look back at it and i'll say that was probably one of the best experiences in life like driving around london it, it was crazy man i had it's mad experience with delivering like i personally was delivering like three four thousand meals a day you know wow. me and my mate were just on the and we just get packed lunch from the godor every morning yeah. <laughs> it was so cool it was so cool but yeah i think that's one of the things I would say proud of and obviously last stand as well because when I look back at it, how we done national tournaments, different cities around Europe, it's just I have, I don't know how I done it as well. So it's crazy. So that that goes into the next quick question. To be fair, is what's your favorite memory of your career so far? So I'm guessing it is the last stand. Yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent last stand because again, it showed me like when you have good intentions and. You want to do make a difference how people come together mm-hmm. uh, it just excites me i get to work with the best brains uh in in the creative industry to work on this stuff like this and and also being able to give people who never get opportunities uh give them jobs and it just it's exact because like i said no one gave me like a break i had to kind of work here force it so it's exciting if i can do that for other people 100 percent um, what are you most looking forward to? Oh, forward to? Mm. Uh, uh, I would say there's many things, man, in life or work or... Anything, up to you. Uh, do both uh, if, if you want to separate them. You could do one for each. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to in life is that... Uh, Obviously, you know what, there's many things in it. When you come live, talk about spiritual life or what, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I would say like, I'm just looking forward to the next phase of The Last Stand because it's going to be so exciting. Um, working not just with uh, like, uh, like boys, but also girls in football and stuff as well. Yeah. So giving them a platform, giving them a voice. I think those are the sort of things. And I'm, I'm so excited to kind of collaborate with amazing people to make a difference in society especially amongst young people and tackling social issues and I think those are the sort of things I kind of get excited about and obviously the most exciting thing is like being able to create being able to bring your dreams into reality I mean 
those are the sort of things like really take you away from all the problems. I think when you when you're productive and you're making stuff, that just oh man, like you actually don't care about nothing. Yeah. Know? It's the best thing, making stuff. Making, make, 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 go create something, do something. Don't worry too much or are five people gonna watch it or a hundred million people gonna watch? Just make it because you can. Yeah. That rings true to me so much with this being the first episode. Like that um yeah, that hits home, definitely. Um, what's your biggest motivation? Biggest motivation? I would say... Uh, it's, I would say it's God, you know, because uh, he looks after me. Uh, he, he does so much for me. So I would say that and obviously Sangat. And I think that the spiritual family is your backbone yes they kind of keep inspiring you um and they kind of help you keep going and a lot of people forget sometimes it's not physical all the time but it's just that once you kind of follow on that path uh to do um it kind of internally you know like a lot of things happen um, yeah for the for the good yeah for the mind yeah um last couple um what is your definition of success oh <laughs> that oh, the definition of success is uh, actually fully living to your potential of life whatever that may be yeah that's, so that's being able to fulfill your potential whatever life's purpose you were sent for to planet earth mm-hmm. you fulfill that and i think that's the quest to find uh and that's the beauty of it you know you 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 can do so much and you're you are capable of so much like I said, that will all come back to again. Finding your purpose will happen with clarity. Yeah. Uh, but if your mind is bombarded with loads and loads of thoughts, you will never find that clarity. You might find a little like yo yo, but yeah. you'll never go like, do you know what I mean? Whoop, let me do it like that. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last one, because it is a, a culture cast podcast. So, how do you think your culture has affected you? Um, or impacted you in your journey yeah massively massively as you as you know uh especially the sikhi values and uh the the ethos of sikhi uh like uh, to to help each other um and to do the right things the right morals and obviously growing up with not discipline i would say but in terms of with a lot of love and you know, like they say, love thy neighbor, that sort of business. So, yeah, like models. Uh, yeah, like it's good. And just being growing up different Godaras and like just having that sort of good energy around you mm-hmm. shapes the shapes your work as well, as well as your life. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's all that's all the quick fire questions. So, I uh, just want to thank you for your time. And, um, if you've got anything to uh, uh, plug. Or anything no 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 man i'm just uh, just like i said to anyone uh just don't listen to too many people yeah uh, listen to the inside listen to inside yeah and uh, do your simran and like obviously everything will open up everything will change you have to put the faith in you have to put the work in and there is no magic stick that I'm looking for, that you're looking for, that everyone else is looking for. There's nothing like, boom, you'll change. Yeah. You just have to f- focus on right now, 
and that's where the beauty is that's where the amazing amazing things are we just have to be present and just put the shift in yeah um well yeah again i just want to say thank you for your time um i reached out to you uh on twitter and uh, we've never spoke before and you gave me the time of day so i, I am really uh, appreciative of that um, no, no, man, cool, like i said man a lot of people uh uh you know they they never did the sort of thing so and i was like you know what no one gave me a chance so i was like bro let's just speak in it what, what's it called it's like an hour of a time why not yeah it's a true testament to your character more than anything else um no, but you again like i said to you you just said yeah i'll do it whereas other people are like oh i can't do this because i'm busy i'm like bro i'm trying to help you yeah yeah sure. <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah. i don't, I don't want to be like I say, I don't want to be around that sort of energy or people where just they're like bougie, you know what I mean? So, yeah, 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 I get you. I see all, a lot of them all the time, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll leave all of your links and stuff um, in like the description. Um, yeah, again, thank you for your time. All right, man, thank you for doing it. Good luck, man, and good luck and keep it up, bro, because uh, it's important. And like I said to you, don't let anyone ever tell you because everyone's done it but have you done it mm -hmm. that's the main thing so you carry on and just reach out and and one thing i forgot to say is momentum's everything so don't ever forget that once yeah. you've got momentum you've got everything on your side so sometimes just make decisions like oh to build that'll help you build momentum to get you to your goal wherever that may be yeah amazing amazing cool.